BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey everybody, Mike here, and I'm on BeastNet, and on this episode I got with me uh, Victor Creo again, um, from Machete Madness. Uh, how you doing? I couldn't be any better, man. Um, as I always say, just now, not that it wasn't important before, but more more than any other time in our, our life, probably, as long as we wake up and we're healthy and we're able to to be be um, be able to do what we need to do and not, nothing else that you can ask for. And that makes you feel amazingly uh, blessed, man. Yeah, I agree. Um so uh, last time we, we talked, we talked about, you know, you know, supporting small businesses, all that kind of stuff. Um, the fact that, you know, with the, the shutdowns, we haven't been able to do the live racing. So you've been doing more virtuals. How have those been going? I've done a couple of them. I mean, I've got the, the, the trail shirt on now. Yeah. Um, I've got upstairs. I've got the, the machete claws, which is an <laughs> awesome shirt, by the way, with the, the patch. Um, how have those been going? Yeah, so I, I think you're pretty much a perfect example of, of uh, what I, not that I discovered, that it, I just wasn't sure, like, you know, how people were going to respond, how many people were going to be involved, or not necessarily, basically, like like anything else, I don't like to have too many expectations of things, but, it, you know, I'm always positive, and I always think pretty much anything that we put our efforts into is going to work well. I was I was saying that you're a perfect example, because you're up in uh, Seattle, specifically, where are you at in, in Washington? Are you in I'm, Seattle? Um... In Bonnie Lake, which is about ten miles east of Tacoma, so okay, I know I know where that is. Yeah, so so, so that perfect example, you know, you're wearing your shirt uh, and you did you you so you've been part of the actual virtual event. So then I'll ask you what it was that for you. So on our end, we've been getting um pretty much I've been because of production and things. What every, everything from making a simple sticker to anything that you brand, uh, bibs, t-shirts, it's a whole. You know, it's a whole process that that and also an investment that you make, um, and th- things need to takes time. You need to order usually bigger numbers so you could get better pricing. So you're able to give you know charge reasonable prices that people can still do even for a virtual run. So that's the challenge. So what I decided from the get was like if, if we can get 120 people out there, whether it's you know in, on, around their house, whether it's at a local trail, depends where they live. Uh, then, then if we could get 120 people, those 120 people have friends, they have relatives that even if they're not participating, they're going to get motivated by seeing them that even though right now things are different, where many places are in certain lockdowns, you can't do many things, gyms are being closed, it's, it's, you still have other outlets, other opportunities to get out there. So if I could get 120 people to do it, that multiplies or quadruples at times of how many people you're reaching, right? So, yeah. so far, uh, we've done, uh, we're into our third one. We did um, the one in towards the end of November, where it was just basically, we called it a virtual 5K, 10K. Then in December, it was the Machete class. So we had the little logo with the class and the little mask. Yep. And, it, and even that, so hopefully we're not under, things are not exactly the same, but more than likely that particular logo with the mask is, is going to be a one time and done, right? So that's why when it comes to ordering T-shirts and stuff like that, I'm trying to keep it to a certain number. That way I'm able to do those things faster. They love the restrictions and get people different choices so they don't necessarily have like the same shirt and everything, right? So we're now into our doing a half marathon 
uh, for Valentine's called Machete Cupid. So, and it's pretty cool. It, it's me, I think, probably like a little chubby version of me now, <laughs> but not 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 all the way back to when I was 230 pound uh, Cupid, yeah. but somewhere in between. But it, it's I think it's funny and it's a cool little logo. Uh, it's gonna be red shirts. And so far, I just opened it up on today's the fifth. I think officially I started like actually making a post like two, three days ago and I already have uh, 30 people. So it's going to sell out. And so it's, that, it's been uh, honestly like a really awesome response. And and then right now, I, want, I would like to hear from you, you know, kind of how it was, where you did like the last one and how did you, was it motivating for you? Because one thing that I am hearing from people is that a lot of, we had a lot of people from New York, uh, some people in Florida, Texas, pretty much all over spread. Even in my in Hawaii, we had uh, some people over there. Typically, they wouldn't be able to do any of our events. Some have traveled all the way down here, and we've been up to Seattle a few times, but for the most part, you wouldn't be able to say, like, oh, I was part of the Machete Manis event. But with the virtual, that's probably been the biggest um, awesome thing about it, besides everything else, that uh, what I'm hearing from people, that is, it gives them something to look forward to. And some people are getting together with a small group of like their own family or a couple of friends. As long as you're staying safe and doing your thing, then I think uh, the, our goal is being is being met. So now you tell me, because I could talk. You know me, man. I could talk for days. So tell me what was your experience? Um, what was your experience? My experience has been with it, and I've heard a lot of people that have an issue, like, oh, you know, virtual events are you know dumb or whatever. And it's like, no, they're they're really not. It depends on you know. It, it's like anything. You get out of it what you put into it. So for me, it's one of those, it's been, it's really helped me. I've used a couple different virtual ones over this, the, the pandemic to help me. I mean, those that have followed me in my journey, I've lost a hundred pounds, you know, since February. And part of that has been virtuals because it's something that keeps me, it's, it's something to push for. I haven't had the live events to be like, okay, I've got this event coming up on this day. I need to train for it. I haven't had that. So I've used the virtuals as a way to train for those. I've used a lot of rock and roll um, because they had one almost every weekend that really kind of kept me motivated. Um, Battle Miles is another one that I've used quite a bit. And then with the, the Machete Madness, it gave me a whole nother, uh, another avenue. So where rock and roll was just running, you know, uh, Battle Miles is a little mix of running and, you know, lifting where Machete Madness is a lot closer to that, where it was kind of, it was a, you told us to do a 5K or a 10K, but we always throw a little extra into it to make it a little more fun because I've done a real, you know, Machete Madness event. Yeah. It's been a couple of years and I was a lot more out of shape when I did it. So I know there's a little more for me to earn that. For me to feel like I, I earned that medal, I had to do a little bit more. So I know when we did the, the first one, it was either a 5K, a 10K or a four-hour event. Well, we turned it into a four-hour event and me and uh, Brian Cage did. We wore 20-pound uh, vests. And stopped and did, I think, 10 burpees every mile. Oh, nice. With the vest, I think. Oh, wait, no, no, no. That one we actually, sorry, we carried a 20-pound sandbag and stopped and did sandbag burpees every mile. So, and then went for four hours. We did a full half marathon while we were doing, yeah, I, doing I, that. I, so. I saw that. So, let me jump in there. So, because, it's, well, a couple of things that you said that are it's pretty awesome. And like I said, I always feel um, I feel pretty lucky to um, just, just overall to – to connect with you at any time that we do because um just little things that you say like right now you you say something that you get what you put in right yeah. so, so i would say that too man because in quite a few people a lot of people have done what you've done and again it's not to tell anyone oh don't just do the fight and not to use the word jest because if you do a 5k and you push yourself to the max you'll be almost 
puking your guts if you if you push boundaries, right? So yep. it is anything you make. But so the cool thing about this is that you can make it whatever you want. But yes, a lot of people accept the madness, and some people over the past. I think why this is has been awesome too and successful because sometimes they get intimidated to go into an actual live event, right? But they want to be part of it, but they think, oh, I'm not ready. And I always tell people, show up, believe me, you, you'll survive. That's why a lot of our staff, a lot of our staff says, I survived my chat man, because you will. We'll we'll ensure that that's happened. But that's the awesome thing, like like you guys did. You guys go the extra mile and make it whatever you want to make it. And and it's just it's just been something that I've been hearing a lot from people that uh, I did this like this, or they feel like they, they want to do extra. And I tell people, don't feel obligated. But if you do, then yeah, you're in the right place because we we always tend to go a little, push ourselves a little more than than most people would. Yeah, so it's, it's been it's been great, man. Um, we can't believe it's just like a whole year. We're into 2021 now. Um, but I'm gonna tell you one more thing that I'll share with when it comes to follow up to our last podcast that talked about small business and stuff. I also do get uh, quite a few uh, people that are they're, they're saying, oh, I want to make my own clothes or I want to start doing some trainings. I want to do my own events. Over the years, I always get that. And I always try to, I'm the one that that I think is like a perfect example. And when you go eat, you go to a plaza and you see restaurants, you see how many restaurants you see lined up, like restaurant after restaurant after restaurant. And for the most part, they're always busy, right? Hopefully. And, and you yeah, see that. Yeah. So when it comes to competition, there's nothing because I, so whenever people reach out to me, they're asking me, where do you get your stuff or or who who does this for you? I'm always open to help them out. And I always give them the real deal, like, you know, what it is like. And and I'll share with you kind of what it's been six years of Machete Madness. It's been literally this, man. A roller coaster of many ways, financially, um, emotionally, how I feel about it, whether I want to continue with it. And there's been many times where I just, I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm done with it. Luckily, you know, I, I still have my career and my days are full, man. I get up at 6.30, log in my computer, do my work, kick butt, you know, take my lunches, do things like this within that. Then I, my my nine, what do they call it, eight to five is over. I get back into this and throughout the day, like I'm always doing something. I'm always just grinding. Like I say, we always, um one of our logos is, uh, I don't know if I have it here. I probably ran out of those stickers. Oh, it's probably on my mug. Let me see. Oh, it's probably on another one. No, it's right here. <laughs> so on this one. I don't know if you guys can see it, but a, a mocajete is um is this thing where you make the salsa, right? Where you grind yeah. the salsa. So I say we're always grinding harder than a mocajete. So with with that said, if anybody out there, the the way I see it is not like, oh no, don't make your own um events, don't make your own virtual races. Nah, man, like go out and do it. Because what we're doing with this stuff, we're we're motivating people, we're inspiring others, we're getting them to a healthier lifestyle. You just talked about and Make sure I don't forget to say again, man. Amazing congratulations, 100 pounds. That's just a number, right? But what yeah. what has that done for your for your health? For anyone around that has seen it, you inspire people by your action. So so with that said, I always tell people never give up, and that's I tell that to myself because, like I said, there's been many times where it's just it's, it's a lot of work, and sometimes in many many businesses, in podcasts like yourself, many times sometimes the money that you put into equipment that the things that I invested, I'll tell you something. I bought a timer for my for my for my race that, that I do my trail races, mm-hmm. and and I I'm, I'll share how much it was. Man, it was seven thousand dollars. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a legit timing system because just for you guys that are curious, uh, companies pay anything from a thousand to two thousand to have a a legit timing company do their timing for the races. So 
So I figure if I'm going to be doing this was a year ago, if I'm going to be doing races, I, it's probably best that I invest in my own timing system and I had to learn it. But guess what? I used it once. We were shut down. Nothing's going on. I bought a trailer to carry all my stuff. So there's been many things that you invest money in. Sometimes you're just like, damn, you're like, was that the right choice that I really needed it? But I always knew that somehow, some way things will, will work out themselves and not so much themselves, but with, with the help of everyone that supports us, things will happen. And, and that's exactly, I was just telling a friend of mine, um, so November, December, and already the first week of January, when it comes to people getting merchandise, people doing the virtual races, the last three months, it probably has been the best three months when it comes to success for me, for Machete Madness. So at a time where, like, yeah, it sucks, man, and I feel bad basically because all those gyms, all those restaurants, there's a lot of people that are like losing mm-hmm. their businesses. I, I feel blessed and thankful that I'm thriving. I'm, 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 we're getting doing better even during this time. And it makes sense because now you have a lot of people that don't have that many options. So, so again, it's not just a brand. It's not just a, a, a virtual run or um, or like on our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group for anyone that wants to join us. It's called Machete 30. Yep. You, every month we have different things. This month, uh, I wanted to make it so it made sense with the half marathon coming up in February. It's crawling, walking, hiking, whatever you want to do, getting out there every day, doing something. So, so again, it's not just uh events is not just a brand is it's, it's something that that we're all doing that you're doing it's just a community and that's what it really is it's not a brand it's a community of people like yourself like me and anyone associated with my with my, my events and brand it's people getting out there and leading by example and motivating others to do it and then in, in that dying to itself for anyone out there that wants to venture that wants to try it yeah it's not easy it does like anything else, investments, it, it costs money to, to make money. But, um, and, and when it comes to racing and things like that, it's very competitive. Nobody's really getting rich off of, uh, of events. People will tell you that if you want to be a race director, you're not really in there for the money. But with the right work ethic and the, and the right communities, it, it can be very successful. So that's kind of like the update with as far as the state of uh, Machete Madness and, and, and what's going on with the events. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. And that's true. I mean, it does take a lot of community. That's one thing like, you know, I've been doing this podcast. I started this podcast, shoot, it's been three and a half years now, I think. Yeah, and years. it's it's had its ups and downs. Um I've wanted to quit multiple times. In fact, you know, I don't host as much as I used to because I brought other people in to host because I needed, I needed to step out. But I mean, I do, I mean, I built, there's a recording studio that's upstairs in my house. I never use it for the BeastNet stuff, but I have it because I do other shows that I do for uh, comedy stuff. Um, so I built a, a recording studio upstairs and that cost a lot of money. And I mean, you put money into this stuff and a lot of times it's not money that you're going to get back right away or ever at all. So right, right, right. it's kind of, it's a passion thing for me. I do it cause I love doing it. So. And, yeah. and you know, what's cool about that. And so I want to ask you right now too, what's the best way to support you? Like when it comes to the podcast, obviously it's people logging, um, watching it. Right. So that's why when you do them, we do share it, but I'll make sure I put something on. Um, or obviously, those that are listening, uh, what's the best way? Is it, do people subscribe or what's the best way to support the podcast? 
Um, really just to, to share it. I mean, share it to people, let people know you're on it, let people know it exists. And then really, if you're, um, on iTunes or any of those on the, the mm-hmm. podcast sites or YouTube, cause we actually put the videos up on YouTube, like, and like, and subscribe. So, and you, leave comments you know and, and you know stars what? and all that. For this one, sorry to interrupt. That's what we'll do on this one. Um, we'll share different ways. And I, I found out that it's really, it's tough. Like, I mean, I know like I'm through social media and my stuff. It's very popular. A lot of people follow us, but for some reason, I put some. I, I love editing, man. It's like my passion too. I like editing, so mm-hmm. so it just takes my mind off of, of, of things. It keeps it into what I want to do. And when I do my videos, it could be a simple paddleboarding at the lake, or the last one that I did, it was I was down in um, then like wine tasting, and it's just making my coffee like a French press. So those things are just things that I like. It's not just like fitness, but it's like a lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. And I share my videos, and people do watch them, but it's like it can't compare to what I. Uh, tracking that i get like on facebook or instagram so yeah. what i will do once once this podcast is ready share the link with me for the youtube share it however you want to share it. but what i'll do on my facebook and instagram i'll share the link to the youtube and i'll ask people to subscribe and and see all their additions because yeah. what you're what you're doing is pretty awesome man you bring in content you bring in things uh you bring different people that can share something that will click with it, it could be someone that is doing their own podcast or something that is trying to do their own virtual races and they're just mm-hmm. looking for like Hope they're looking for something like, oh look, it looks like it's working for them, even though there's up and downs. But that's that's a gift that we're given, that we're given to others because it was given to us by others too. Yeah, and I'm willing to help anybody. I mean, anyone has questions. I mean, we work a lot with you know guys like you and stuff like that. You know, with the the smaller businesses, and that's really what we've been trying to focus on. When we first started, we focused on a lot of the bigger guys, but then after a while, it's like they don't need the help. I mean, not to sound bad, but they don't, you know, they have right. their own communities and stuff like that. But, you know, guys like you, Machete Madness, um, there's a few others that we deal with quite often um, that they're, they're smaller companies that have great things that they're doing. You know, they're great people. They're great companies. So we, we support them and keep them going. And that's kind of, you know, been our thing. And we've stepped back. Originally, we started off as just a, an OCR podcast. Mm-hmm. And then we stepped back. Um, and what was funny, we decided to do this right before the, the pandemic hit was to step up back from the OCR and actually just do fitness, fitness and mental health, you know, so it was kind of a mix of all of it. So running, you know, any kind of fitness. I mean, I have my personal coach, Elise is on here quite often. I have her on here and me and her talk about, you know, my, my gains and all that stuff and how she coaches me. And then, you know, mental health, because I mean, I do a lot of that. My, my, what I do for work, I'm a construction safety guy. And one of the things I do a lot of, I talk about mental health and suicide awareness and all that stuff. So we brought that into the podcast and just help people in general. And that's what we want to be. We were here to help. You know? and, and, and that's what's awesome because I remember in the early days when uh, when I started and people knew me more from like the things that I did. I, I hosted a couple of times the Spartan 30. So I was down there and that's how people knew. But it was very, very um, related to, to OCR. That's what they relate you to. But then from there on, I got really into trail races, started doing my own trail races. Then eventually last year, I went in and triathlons. I got into did a half Ironman and I started doing it. And what I tell people, I didn't want to ever associate just what Machete Manor was going to be to one thing. No. It would be anything, man. I love paddleboarding. I, I, I had that in the back of my mind. I'll probably have like sooner or later when we're able to. We'll probably have some sort of like paddleboarding race at the lake, like anything fitness. And because and along the way, it, it hits the other point that you mentioned, which is so important. And that's what this is doing to the mental health. So how much is it really, what are the chances really are that you're going to go and hit the trails and you bump into someone that you're going to contract COVID, COVID-19? I'm not a freaking science. I'm not a doctor. They don't even know. 
But yeah. what are the chances that that's going to happen when you're working outdoors, when you take care of your immune system, when you your stress level is lower? As opposed, what are the pros and cons? As opposed to you staying locked in in, in your room, you know, and, and contemplating probably something crazy, which a lot of us have done in the past where we go through dark parts of our lives and, and the only outlet that you think is ending your life. And that's real. I, I lived it. I, I know what it feels I know what it feels like. So so it, it ties in together what you're doing too with, with the fitness part and the mental health. Everything, it goes hand in hand. It does. And, and we're not limited to just helping those who like OCR, those who like trail running, anyone, man, like any anyone that has a, a breathing pulse and, and can hear us and see us or read the subtitles, anyone that can see our message, that's how we that's who we can help. Oh yeah, because once you pigeonhole yourself into one small category, you you take out the rest. I mean, it's one yeah. of those, I mean, fitness is so many things. It's running, it's yoga, it's biking, it's triathlons, which I mean, mm-hmm. that's on my bucket list. I just need to learn how to swim better. Uh, <laughs> that's my biggest problem. I'm a strong swimmer for about 20 feet. And then there's problems because I grew up swimming in a river. So okay. All I had to do was swim good for about 20 feet. And you know, was, we get across the river. You know, one one thing with all of this that we're talking about is, is um at least what it has worked for me, and and it's like you visualize things, right? Yeah. You see yourself. Sometimes you even get like deja vu. Feels like we've been doing this already, talking before, and we have because we've been I've been on the podcast with you a couple of times, but but it's just like a almost like a dream that you already lived in, you already see it. But I I do see things from my very first um sparring race to my first marathon, ultra marathon, um fifty miler, whatever I've done. Before I even do it, man, I, I really, like, seriously, like, I already seen it. I already seen it through. I already see, I already know that the struggles, I already picture myself that there will be moments where I'm going to be, but I see myself always crossing the finish line, always. Yeah. So even when I decided that I wanted to do a, an Ironman, I signed up for the half iron before I even signed up for any regular triathlon, which i never done a triathlon. But I just knew that, yeah, it's tough and everything, everything's challenging, the run and, I, I mean, the bike, and definitely running after you run. I mean, what was it? Bike, you're biking, so running after you come off the bike is brutal. But I, I just knew I got to get the swimming down because I'm not trying to drown. I already had a couple of scares when I was younger growing up. So uh, my first, uh, when I did my, I did an Olympic triathlon at the lake. That was in April. So from January, it was freezing at the lake. I started going with my friends, started taking a paddleboard, someone just for safety. Mm-hmm. And started putting, and all I did, man, all I did is literally swim, 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 because I figured I'd be fine with the bike and the run. Because it was not the Ironman, but I signed up for for the Ironman before even that. But but anyone can do anything. I knew that I wanted a, a personal goal to say I did an, a a triathlon, and why not just go a little bigger and do a freaking half Ironman? And I was already in the uh, training. I felt like I was peaking to get ready to move on to the full Ironman, and then yeah, the pool at the at the gym they closed in and things like that. But so I will get back, and you'll see it. So just like I'm telling you right now, it will happen. And you'll remember when you see the post yep. that I'm doing a full Ironman, it will happen. So, so same thing like you, 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 you want to do it, you'll do it because you're well, done. I'm going to do it. I know this year is I'm doing a Spartan ultra cause I've never done one. Okay. And I'm gonna get one done. So I'm doing Dallas. I've already signed up for it. Um, and I want to do a bunch of locals, um, a bunch of local races, you know, uh, machete madness. I'm doing, you know, your, your virtuals, but I do yeah. want to, to mix in a triathlon there. I just got to get out. And part of the problem I run into, there's nowhere really to swim around here. I mean, this is Washington, unless you go to a gym, there's really not pools. Mm. So it's just a matter of getting the swim down. I, I think I could swim that distance. I just, 
like you said, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to drown while I'm trying to do this. So but all it is is you like like running. It's all putting the miles. Um, I think I ended up the last year when I did the half Ironman. I think you know through your Garmin, it keeps track of stuff. I'm trying to think though the distance what it was, but it was pretty crazy how many. It, it was miles that I did swimming. I think I don't know if it makes sense, but I think it was over a thousand miles that I did. Because that's all I was doing. I was just swimming and swimming, and and I did get a lot better. But it became just repetition. Yeah. Your technique, your breathing, and you feel like you're walking on the streets, man. Because you're not worrying about like you're drowning. It just becomes like it's just technique. It just becomes repetitive, repetitive, well, and you do, it's breathing. And I think I'll do better than I have in the past because I haven't been able to swim really all of the year mm-hmm. since COVID. I mean, really, there was I just never got a chance to this year. But from the running my breathing's gotten better. And that's where I usually had my problem with swimming is okay. breathing down. Right. And then all of a sudden I would start because I have asthma. I would start basically yeah. having breathing while I was swimming. So now I've been able to get that down and it's was about a month or two ago. All of a sudden it felt like my lungs just opened oh. and I was running one day. And then all of a sudden, if you look at the, like back at my straw, it was like, all of a sudden I PR would everything within like two weeks, hmm. like my best of everything. And everyone's like, what happened? I'm like, I can breathe. It was like all of a sudden my lungs opened up and all of a sudden I could breathe and I could just take off running and, and everything changed at that point. So I, I'm hoping that'll help me once I get to the swim. But yeah, it sounds like your body, just, your body just crossed like a barrier that it was yep. hitting and you just got over. And that's why, you know, the more you do things, the better you get in and your body will do wonders. Um, but yeah, man, so 221, I mean, nothing changes as far as like the goals are the same. We're trying to reach people out there to, to stay active and, um, whether it's, you know, we continue along with virtual races. Honestly, I, we, we, I'm going to keep them going for as long as people want to do them, even when we're able to do the events. Because like I said, even if we're able to host an, a trail race at the, at the lake against, let's say, by end of summer, um, there's still many people that don't live around here. They're not going to be part of it. And, and if they enjoy our community, then we just keep those virtual tools also to connect people from all over the world that can do them. Um, so, yeah, but like, as always, man, I... I really appreciate you know giving me the chance to you know chat with you and and share oh, yeah, yeah, I always love chatting with you. I mean, it's fun to hear about all the stuff that you got coming up. So, and I think the virtual, I think the virtual races are something that's here to stay. Um, yeah, I think a lot of things because it just it gives us another option. I mean, it gives us you know the virtuals have been kind of going for a couple of years, but haven't really caught on. But mm-hmm. I think COVID is is one of those things that's helped is the virtual races because now a lot of people are like, I need something to shoot for. Yeah, and then this, there's, I mean, many things that you could look at it different ways. You could look at a neg- negative. And of course, if, if your business has been like hard impacted by this, if your health has been impacted, people have lost people, um, mm-hmm. you know, then there's a different story. You can only speak for like yourself, right? But I think in many ways, yes, like with this virtual stuff, you just, you, it's another outlet and you're giving people something else to look forward to, to say, okay, you know, I'm going to sign up for the Machete Cupid and it's a half marathon. But maybe I don't just want to finish it. Maybe I don't want to just, you know, you're going to go and, and start and keep the running going and and then probably PR. Or you want to make it more interesting. you just like, oh, I feel like I'm going to do the half marathon, but I'm going to throw in some plays or I'm going to do this just like you guys did it. So you can make it anything as much as you want. Depends on, we, we use the word punishment, right? Because it's a lot of fun and a lot of punishment. So you can make it as fun, uh, as much punishment as you want to do it. So definitely, uh, uh, anytime, we'd love to chat with you down the road again and see where you're at in your own personal goals and and see where we are at that time, man. You got it. So um, we'll make sure once we, you know, post this as usual, we'll put links to all your stuff and 
all that so people can find you and, and sign up for the events because uh, they're they're a blast. So and then the like I said, the patch that I got for the the machete claws is pretty cool. So I like <laughs> Thank you, and I can't wait to see what I get for the 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 Valentine's, which I'm one of the ones that's already signed up. So <laughs> yeah, you're you're signed up. So all right, man. Well, take care of yourself, and we we'll chat again soon. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.